Hello, and welcome to episode eight of Webway Radio. I'm your host, Kurt, and tonight joining me is my wife, Jordan. Hi. Tonight, we're going to talk about what we've been working on hobby-wise, games that we've played, and general prep for the Cherokee Open here in a couple of days, just going to a tournament in general. But we hope you enjoy. Sounds good. All right, so let's talk a little bit of hobby progress. Jordan, what have you been working on? Um, to start with, uh, we had to 3- 3D print another set of Dire Avengers because I added one to my list. And so I had to get that finished for <laughs> Cherokee. Um, I went with the basic scheme of what I've been doing normally, added the bone and the purple to go along with my army. We worked on magnetizing everything and printing new bases. Movement trays? Movement trays. Right. Um, so when you say magnetizing me. everything, we're talking magnets on the bottom of the base, magnets on the movement tray, so you can quickly kind of deploy and move things around. Yeah, when we went to Cherokee last year, that was a huge problem with a lot of my army and trying to move from table to table. Everything got knocked off, and so we tried to remedy that situation this time with magnets. Not this year. With the Howling Banshees, I added a lot of detail to them before Cherokee last year. We just did the three-color minimum and got to the end of it, and now they have a lot more detail, so, and that's it. Oh, I was just going to say, I really like how you, you took the purple hair and did the orange streak through them. That's a really makes them pop. Yeah, I decided to do that because I wanted to incorporate the green and the orange from the original Banshees, um, but still hold on to what makes my army unique that was the purple i really dug it um as far Thanks. as things oh, got more no <laughs> okay as far as things that i have been working on um let's see I, I painted up another unit of witches and these are not pink they are kind of white with a wash on them i wanted to be able to differentiate the squads if I was running the elite bread blood brides instead of just normal witches um, because all pink is kind of hard to track on the table. I also painted up a unit of racks. Got 10 more of those guys with their liquefier guns and electro whips and all that fun stuff. So I can now run 20 of them even though today I decided against it for like the 10th time. <laughs> and let's see, I, I finished off a of Venom. It was painted, it did not have a base, it didn't have its guns, and it didn't have the canopy. And I guess I finished the canopy on all three of my Venoms, um, which I, I really like how those turned out. Let's see, gosh, I guess I, I really took a, a hiatus on everything from about July until maybe Thanksgiving, right? I worked on some Necrons, I put together like 40 warriors and a bunch of the characters, basically one of the Indominus boxes. Still got one to go, uh, and those are for my son, not painted yet just testing schemes and things like that. And I guess I, I started painting a Night Haunt army, even though I'll probably never play the game. Keep talking myself in and out of that as well. But uh, I like the way that's looking with the Hex Wraith Flame and the Night Haunt Gloom. Uh, I feel like we went to one uh, kind of tournament scene after Cherokee, and that's kind of when we stopped a little bit. Yeah, I, I played on until around July, but I don't know, the meta was in a weird place, and... We got busy with school. It's been a, that first semester was really rough for me. So and I didn't have a lot of free time. When is chair, when is uh 10th edition supposed to come out? Uh, rumors say June 24th. Happy birthday to me. Yes. Um, just hint, hint. And uh, we'll see. 
Uh, you know, it's just rumors at this point, so I don't want to get too deep into it. But could be good, could be bad. I'm sure it will be okay eventually. Like all I'm all, also nervous that that might stall us a little bit just from having to learn a new addition too. Right. I mean, if we have to learn a new addition, it might as well be time to start the heresy. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I tried. Been trying for a long time. Okay. I, I think that wraps it up for things we've worked on. I'm sure I'll think of something in a few minutes like I did earlier. Still working on getting some more color on my scorpions. They're still three oh, color right. minimum. You were supposed to work on that last night, weren't you? Mm-hmm. I've also you... based a lot of things too. Yes, and fixed a lot of bases. Yes. Your uh, your basic material is everywhere in the floor, on it the does table. Does like to fall off. In the cracks, in my shoes and socks. I think I've put enough glue on it. To oh yeah, those, <laughs> hope those that are it not would stay, but now. we'll see. So. Real quick, I just want to recap ATC because I haven't done this since July. Okay. And I'm sure you forgot what happened in my game since then. So for those that don't know, I went to the ATC with Team Dakafish back in July in Chattanooga. Thankfully, it's only about an hour and 20 minutes from here. So it wasn't a huge long trip like Adepticon. Oh my gosh, that drives so long. But Team Dakafish number three, if you want to get technical, there were four teams there. Game one played Eldar, believe it or not. I did very well against Eldar. It was my second best game. Probably because um, you played it so many times before. <laughs> I was going to say, I knew what everything on that table did. He, he ran a list very similar to yours, except he went a little harder in the paint with the Howling Banshees, and those things were yeah. everywhere, and I just was not prepared for it. It was WTC scoring, so technically I lost 9-11, to 11, but I think it was like a six-point game after everything. He was able to rip down a few banners there at the end, and that really hurt me turn five. Um, yeah. But it was close. It came down to the last couple of rolls, and he, he got lucky in a charge and took an objective, and that was the swing that he really needed to, to win that game. So it was, it was fun. Uh, played Death Watch next, lost 20 to nothing. Death Watch was rough. Uh, played Super Stompy Tyranids in the next round. Again, lost 20 to nothing. That's ATC. Game five was probably my favorite game. WTC scoring, it was 10 to 10. If it was a singles event, I would have won that game you know, 81 to 80 or whatever the score was. It was a one-point game. It was the game where I charged Trajan Valoris in the very bottom of turn five and killed him with a Drakari Raider that isn't known for its melee capabilities. Three attacks, um, hitting on sixes, rolled three sixes, did two wounds. He tried everything he could to save those two wounds, but he ended up losing them. Burned all the command points, did all the invuln saves, did all the things that he can do. Still managed to fail him. It was amazing. And I was actually able to tell Nick Nanavati in the uh, restroom what happened. And he was like, all right. And like, you know, it was it was a big moment for everybody. Nice. Everybody at the table was watching and cheering and, oh my gosh, when it happened. So it was, it was really cool. And then the next morning, played Imperial Nice and I lost that one 20 to nothing too. Basically got tabled turn one. So I got to come home early. <laughs> the team event was really fun. It's probably the most fun I've had at an event. Instead of just playing singles, you kind of get to pick your matchup. You get to pick your table with the different densities. Do you have to have five players? For the ATC, yes. There's a lot of team events that are just, you know, 2v2, and you just play 1,000 points. But this was five people on a team, 2,000 points apiece. It starts off, you know, the team captains roll off, and the winner gets to be the guy that decides, like, all right, you know, they put down two lists, and then we put down a list to play one of those two lists. Okay. Um, so you kind of get to pick your matchups based off of 
the armies you have. Right. So generally you want like a, a really strong attacking army, uh, maybe a couple of defensive armies and a couple armies that can just kind of score a ton of points or be a lot of bodies to chew through. Being Drakari, I kind of fell on the sword a lot for the team. Hence the four games that went 0-20. But it was right. still the most fun I've had in an event. Just because, you know, 80 teams with five people each, that's, you know, 400 people in the hall just playing Warhammer. Right. Uh, really, really fun. Um, Yeah. Wish I could do it again. We actually just talked about it. And ATC is the weekend before the first week of school. And I don't Our think, busiest time of the right, year. Yeah, that's that's the the Friday that all the teachers go to the room that they've had all summer to go to and realize nothing works. And they decide Friday afternoon to put in that ticket at 2.30. I get off at 3.30. Definitely not your wife. Nope. But anyways, so so that was ATC for me. I guess let's move on to just kind of the prep we've been doing because Cherokee is the first event, A, that, that I've been to since July and then you weren't going to go, and at the last moment, uh, I was going to split a room with somebody. They kind of had to bail out, and you I decided to I jumped up and said, why don't I go? Up. Right. <laughs> I initially was just trying to get Wesley to go with me to split the room, and actually him and his girlfriend are, are still going to go and just yeah. kind of hang out and check everything out. It's a huge casino, so they're going to have plenty to do. Right. But yeah, we're, we're going as, you know, a couple, and got another couple with us, and dinner reservations a couple of nights I'm, yeah. I'm really excited but just saying you know the word Cherokee has basically kicked you into high gear for hobby because I don't think you touched anything either for six months right and you know the hobby side is not my favorite part of no. the game <laughs> I enjoy rolling dice but um, I feel like I've seen you out, seen you more just in general in the last what month in yeah. this room with me than I have seen you and probably <laughs> and I'm afraid that if we don't book something else that I will kind of lose that hobby drive that I really want to keep going um I'm going for my doctorate right now so it it is going to be challenging at times but you're a busy lady I think this gives me something to enjoy on the side of going to school sure and being a teacher and doing it <laughs> everything else and we've played a ton of, of not even practice games, but just kind of get back in the swing of it games right. and, and relearn my stats and relearn my stratagems and how to... Reminding you know, me to use mine. Yes, command points is still an issue, but we'll <laughs> we'll cross that bridge. And in six months, I don't think it's going to be an issue at all. All right. We will see. But yeah, we've, we've played a ton of practice games. You've kind of had my number here lately, but I'm kind of a one-trick pony. And if you know what my army does, then... You can shut it down real easy, and you're as fast as I am. Well, I kept losing because I was wanting to be super aggressive in the first, and I know that you talked me out of being super aggressive. And when I, f when I waited and kind of held some units back so that they didn't get shot off the table, then I got discouraged because everything was dying. But in the end, I won. Um, discouraged is an understatement. We had a full-blown come apart. <laughs> um, but you won the game. Yes. And you've won both games since then. And I think that kind of made me realize that, yes, my army is meant to move fast, but at the same time, you still have to hang around for turn four and turn five in order to win the game. It's not always the best to take Ricky Bobby's advice, is That's what true. I feel like you've learned. That's true. And with, because even though I'm an Eldar player, I still like to have those melee units on the table like my favorite unit is wraith blades because they always will be with if they were just four a shields bit and cheaper oh my axes. gosh it'd be such a good unit um but at 225 points it's just they're so darn expensive but i will never drop them because oh, they're 
super great and super tough against anything since I still enjoy the melee side of Eldar I don't I don't want to forget that and I want to hold on to it so I feel like you either have to be if you're going to be fast you have to invest all of your points into that sure and you are probably a little more melee focused than most Eldar players Um, and and while we're on that topic do you want to blow through your list real quick and just kind of tell us a little bit about what it does Um, I could probably rattle it off just without even looking Sure. Um, but, you know, we don't need to get too deep in the weeds, but just kind of yeah. what you're rocking and what you do with those units and things um, like that. So I have the Altark Skyrunner, Eldrad, Farseer Skyrunner. You talked me into changing to the El- to Eldrad. I don't remember what I'm other... You're rocking Janezar. Janezar. I think it was like yeah. five extra points to take him and all of the utility he brings. Right. Versus a character that just gets shot off the table. And I was losing my psychic phase then too because you know i love my warp ritual so to have another psyker in there to actually get to utilize the psychic phase was nice bells are not i wouldn't know anything about that as drakari but i hear it's really fun and i'm a hardcore earthway player and i want to stay to that route and i feel like having eldrad there kind of supports that i have a unit of 11 guardians just for the simple face of being able to drop them somewhere and get them somewhere quick and also having a troop Thanks to Arcs of Omen is the only troop choice that I have. Um, Dire Avengers, I've got two units of those. Two units of 10. Howling Banshees, a unit of 10. Striking Scorpions, a unit of 10. Wraith Blades with Ghost Axes and Force Shields. Um, Shining Spears, a unit of four of those. The Autark hangs out with him and just kind of buffs them. Right. And, and another huge punch if you need it. Because those, those are the units are just kind of tank killers or character killers or something of that nature. Right. They're not stu- super strong by any means. But if they're willing to get that charge off, then it you know adds to their strength too. Right. And if you can trade that 130 point unit for a, a big tank that's going to wreck everything else's day, then it's it's usually worth it. I was super surprised that they shot the... Hellions off the table that that game we played. I, I did not expect the laser lances to go that well. They're what two damage each in in uh, shooting. I think that's what got me is like I three got so. through and then you know failed my leadership and then lost one and then I think there was one left and he just kind of stood there and got killed in melee the next turn. So yeah. Oh well. I was very impressed at how they performed. That they did well. I I did not think you were going to do that. Which me neither because you know, oh well. they usually don't last at all because they get kind of involved with something more melee that can hang with them Uh, i've got three vipers with shuriken cannons wind riders a unit of six those kind of go with the farseer just to kind of shield off fire from him while using the warp ritual um something that i always love to take for the farseer is the phoenix gem so that he gets that one last spell off he can pop back out at the end of the, the current phase or the end of the turn end of the turn well, well, it's it comes back around to my phase. Like if when you kill him right, during okay. my ter- movement phase, he comes back um, with D three wounds remaining. Sure. Then you can hide him and just pop off that that ritual one more time. If yeah. Be, and yeah, it's worked very well for you. That's helped me get it. my full twelve point points with warp rituals, the Phoenix Gem, because he's on the Sky Runner. He can move sixteen inches, and that gets him to the middle. Turn one. D one with the wind riders. Yep. And then by turn three I've got that finished. And the last one is the night spinner. I've 
I know that we went back and forth on dropping it and adding something else. At one point, I had two night spinners. Still trying to play with the idea of getting another tank or, I guess, tank-style flyer in there. But for the time being, the night spinner's it. He's real hit or miss, but when he hits, I mean, strength seven, what, minus two, two damage. I mean, you're making marine save on on fives most of the time. And if, if they go through, they're dead. So you but can, I also feel like that 2d6 shots kind of either goes one way or the other right? based yeah, on how you roll. You shot at me twice um, and you shot at me 12 times. And you, yeah. usually you hit about seven or eight. But yeah, it's it's Every once swing. in a while, you'll get the three <laughs> mm-hmm. and be very sad. I really love the way the striking scorpions perform too. Oh yes, um, your your nuclear bomb that goes off turn one and then it's gone forever. But the biting blade and the mandy blasters are pretty awesome. They they do their job very well, um, and then they're out in the open like, hey, what's going on? And get shot to death. And so. then they just get killed, but they do their job. I think that's it. In your list. And as far as what I'm taking, uh, as everybody probably knows, Drakari can be a little complicated. Cabal of the Black Heart. For the cults, I'm doing a custom cult, test of skill, and precise killers. So plus one to wound monsters of vehicles, five plus uh, on my blade artist. And then I'm taking dark technomancers on all of my coven stuff, which is essentially a homunculus and a rack, which get no benefit from it. But all of my weapons on my vehicles for shooting is now plus one to wound hmm. and plus one damage. So I'm curious how that's going to work out for me. I hopefully will. But it's, it's kind of a, a big gamble knowing that Terminators are a thing. So my Venoms are now doing three damage. And plus one to wound makes them wounding Marines on threes. So I'm I'm nice. really excited to see what those do. As far as the list goes, Archon with Genblade, Drazar, Homunculus, and then I've got the Super Succubus. I found out just a little while ago watching watching a game on War Games Live, as I do all weekend, every weekend. Right. The Triptych Whip is only two damage. I don't know how or where I thought it was three damage, hmm. but I have been playing that wrong for a year. <laughs> so check your codexes, people. <laughs> so what happens with the mortal wounds? Because that's something... Well, instead of three, it's just two now when she hits on sixes. I thought it was three. I don't know where I saw it was three. It, oh, it's okay. negative three, so maybe I just mentally transpose that or something. Right. And I cannot believe nobody's called me out, but Drakari is such kind of a rare army to play. Right. Um, don't know what happened there. But, uh, you know, you said you dropped your troops to one. For some reason in Arcs of Omen, I've gone four <laughs> units of five Cabalite warriors with a blaster in each of them. I've got two units of racks with just rack blades, nothing special, and then two units of just plain witches with nothing special. Bringing me up to a grand total of eight troop choices. So my, my plan is kind of just to flood the board as much as possible with uh, OPSEC. And hope and pray. Well, uh, I mean, you've got the transports to get them where they need to go. Exactly. Uh, and you're you're going to be playing to everybody else's weaknesses because that's my arcs plan. of omen. They're we're not going to be pulling objective secure things. I mean, right. In my army, I've got the dire avengers, which uh, with the stand for, firm, one unit of those, and guardians. So I've got two units that are objective secured. So my, my big plan here is just, if nothing else, to toe-tap some objectives and just take it away for the turn to deny you those points. The unit probably dies, but we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping, if nothing else, I'm a skew list. How many units of troops? Eight. Eight. Eight units of five troops. You know, honestly, and, and we talked today, I, I threatened to put, like, 
four more units of Cavalite Warriors in my list, but that means I have five days as of right now to paint 20 Cavalite Warriors, which they're quick, they're fast. I can bang that scheme out in, in I don't no know time. that you would have five days. Four days. <laughs> four days. Um, but anyways, moving on to the Elites, three units of five Incubi. Uh, fast attack is where I kind of blow all of my points. Three units of Hellions, five each. Two units of Reavers getting that behind enemy lines, turn one. 26-inch advanced, pretty great. A unit of Scourge with Shredders, uh, mostly just to pop in and kill something on that back objective if possible. It's worked out really well in all my games so far. Everybody's pushing forward trying to do stuff, and I just kind of show up, and, uh, you know, 4d6, strength 6, minus 1, 1 damage shots, tends to clear Cultists, Dire Avengers, whatever's out there. So, and maybe The Reavers worked really good. I haven't seen you play them very often. They've been really... I don't want to say not bad, but just for the points, they weren't great. I mean, it's 20 points a jet bike. Even your wind riders are cheaper than that. Right. For some reason. Uh, but because I get three attacks in melee, they feel like mine needed to cost more. Who knows? Um, and then just three raiders and two venoms. Uh, they've all got grizzly trophies, which will play into the incubized ability to make you fight last. And then also on the raiders, I've thrown in what is a phantasm grenade launcher so it's assault three and if it hits you you have to make a leadership check and if mm. you fail those checks you take uh, mortal wounds so it's not a lot potentially nine per turn right um, but it's just something else to kind of whittle down those tough units you know mortal wounds most people can't stop them we'll see again if i can kill one or two terminators before i get to them then who knows maybe maybe it makes a difference venoms both have two splinter cannons so those are six shots a piece and uh yeah Pretty much Once it. you got the Dark Lance on. No Dark Lances. I'm what? running Disintegrator Cannons, which are three shots instead of one. Right. Strength five minus two, two damage. But with Dark Technomancers, I am plus one to wound. So generally, I'm going to hit any vehicle on a five, worst case. Right. Or, or four. And then it's three damage if it goes through. So each yeah. shot that gets through, I'm hoping Mass Fire, um, could potentially kill a Terminator. So that's, you know, fingers crossed or, or just wreck some Marines day or whatever they can see. And I know you're going back and forth on this might be a table decision of choosing your combat drugs or rolling them. Uh, I have put in the list that I'm rolling them. So I've got, okay. and actually they, they just printed all of my combat drug tokens are finished printing. Uh, I got to prime up three more of them and dry brush them and I'm ready to go. So close to being done, but this is the readiest I've been a week out for a tournament. And I just... I don't know what to do with it myself. I think we've prepped more this time. We knew what we were walking into. Yeah. I had gone to one RTT in Lebanon prior to Cherokee last year, um, and we kind of just walked in. I bought a cart since then. But, yeah, right now, next to me, both of our armies are in the battle foam bag. Ready the to Magna go. the Magna Rack. Ready to go. I've got to get my battle bag ready and just throw in a few snacks and things. And, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm also ready to give away a ton of dice at... Uh, <laughs> Cherokee. I've already talked to War Games Live. I'm going to see if I can bribe him and get on stream with a couple sets. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Of course, that'd be the the one where I get on there and just completely shit the bed in front of all my coworkers and everybody. It'll be fine. Going back to the... Since Cherokee last year, my main objective has been to learn how to save time when playing. Yes. Um, I know that turn one i played someone who was also new to the tournament scene as i was and so we spent a long time trying to figure out what to do (laughs) 
So I've made it my mission to get know how to get ready and how to start on my own yes. without having any support from you. And and we, we've been practicing a phrase that you have not used at the events that you've been to. Can you remind me what you're supposed to yell if you have I questions? I need to call a judge. That's right. Judge! Um, <laughs> which I think would have helped you there because I think me and yeah. Alex were almost done with turn one and you were still texting me like, what mission are we on? Yes. And I was like, what, what are you doing? We're 45 minutes into the round. Right. But I, I think you would have won that had you not gotten And I lost that game just because yeah, we got started so late. Yeah. yeah. So. And missed half my lunch, but yes. Um, <laughs> so I built a what I'm calling a battle binder to try to keep everything together. How to? I've got a list of things to do, what to do as soon as I get to the table. You know, I've been asking millions of questions on how to do that. I know today I made you a secondary reference sheet. Yes, um, which I, I printed a copy for me too. It's it's incredible, and you really let your teacher show when you you started building that. You were in there like it's like oh she's working on her paper or something, and next thing I know you you printed off like twenty different sheets of references and a page with like twenty units on it, all the stats you need to know and things. Yeah. So you can just look at it and have it all right there. I have like uh, I think six units on each page, yeah. So I can just like glance through it. Super impressive. And I, I know I kind of was talking to you about this during our last practice game, but keeping your dice in little pools of five and ten might might do might you a it up ton. Too. Because I know every time you go to shoot, you got to sit there and count out 30. But I know with me, I keep, you know, like 50 dice in little groups so I can say, you know, 5, 10, 15, 16, 17, bam, and, and have them rolled instead of onesie, twosie, threesies. Yeah. Which I found in my first event was incredible for time savings. And you're not going to know how fast your deployment goes with those movement trays. Oh, my gosh. Your opponent's going to be frustrated because he'll drop something as he's moving his, you know, five or ten models. And you'll just be like, I'm done. You again. Yes. So you're just going to keep the clock on them for that if you use a clock. You really should invest in a chess clock. We should. And I think just being forced to use a chess clock last time and figuring out that I needed to speed that up kind of really helped my drive to want to get better right and working through all the missions kind of helped that too yes and and today we've, we've got our mission list now we actually set up i let jordan set up the table for every mission and then we talked about like all right the the secondary or tertiary thing on this mission is this and on this kind of mission you probably don't want to take engage or you don't want to take behind enemy lines or or stuff like that just to kind of help kind of Go through it. Some of those missions, I don't think you've even played. Like the right. 33, you were asking me all the kinds of questions. The last one was very confusing. Which, I don't know why they do that one on a Saturday night after everybody's played six games and retired. It's like, you know what? Let's play the one where everybody's got to move things and then claim things and get bonus points for... Oh, it's well. a little confusing. But we're playing them in order, so... We yeah. are. That does simplify things a little bit. Anything else specific as far as prepping for an event or... Anything that, that you've found has helped you out for anybody that maybe hasn't been to a tournament before? Um, basically just, I know that you created that one summary sheet of oh. kind of when you're on the defense, when it's sure. the other person's yeah. turn. Just a quick. Or you can have your list stats. of all of your stats where that way they ask your toughness or mm-hmm. what's your save and on all of page, that. everything on it. Then you can stay on that page and not have to be flipping back and forth in your book. Thank you, Reddit. Yes. I'd, I'd thank the guy, but it, I stole that a year ago. So, 
it was it's really nice to have just to be on that page and then everything that I have on the defensive side of saves is on that one page because you know I was forgetting my five up mortal wound save oh, yeah. on Oldway. You were so mad when you realized you had forgotten that. And that really would have saved me a lot of units dying. And on the same note, I've I've got another reference sheet that's just the weapon sorted by melee range, uh, just so I can quickly look at it and say, oh, cool, the range is this, or the strength is that, or it's poison four, and not really have to, you know, the less I, I have to pull my book out, the better, in my opinion. Yeah. I also think it's helped me to have those, I guess, important things that I know that we played a tournament in Lebanon shortly after Cherokee last year, mm-hmm. and... That was when my codex was new and we got the strands of fate and everything. Oh, and so right. a lot of people that I played that day were questioning, everything. you get to do what? You get to do this? And so just to have those little tabs in your book to be like, yeah, it says right here that I have strands of fate and let me explain it to you. Yep. Um, so that was a huge time saver too. Remember, clock them if they ask you a question. Okay. So something else to just on the on the prep side of things, I know at my first event, 20 minutes in, I realized I had nothing to drink. So in the first break, I ran to a convenience store and bought like two liters (laughs) of water just to have stuff with me. And I I know for Cherokee, you and I are taking a case of water just to throw a couple in our backpacks. Um, We've bought some protein bars, some crackers, just all these little things that you won't think of or like, oh man, it's the middle of game, game two. Uh, There's not a dinner break. Like, what am I, what am I going to do? Right. We've got the snacks. We've got water. We've got, you know, caffeine or whatever. It well, last be. year, remember we, I went to the very end of oh, yeah. the first every game, game. Yep. and yeah, almost every game. Um, and then we were waiting in line and basically had to scarf down chicken tenders because we didn't have anything in our bag. Mm-hmm. And so we decided that would not happen not this, <laughs> this time. time. But even, you know, Tylenol, whatever you take, you know, mm-hmm. keep, keep a couple of those in your bag. I mean, it, it comes, it's so clutch to be like, man, I kind of feel a headache coming pop your two pills or whatever it is and just be good cough drops i keep those yeah talk so much all day you never know all right i think that covers tournament prep anything else specifically you want to talk about i mean i i know i am very very excited for cherokee even more so now that you're coming with me yay (laughs) um and of course you know wesley and, and gwen they're coming too I'm really hoping to get maybe Gwen interested in the hobby. I know she's totally not. She's helped us a whole lot in painting and getting well, ready. And when we say she's not in the hobby, she she dates Wesley. She knows it's a thing. But two Saturdays ago, we had a yeah. little like hangout and hobby. We had eight people here, which was awesome. Six of them were working on Warhammer. Um, seven after Gwen sat down and was right. like, what can I do to help? And somebody who is older and has never painted in their life grabbed paint, grabbed models, and you had them doing edge highlighting and and just miscellaneous little things. And She's artistic, too. Like, she sews and she does different things. Um, I know me and her. It kind of goes along with painting. We're sitting over on my part of the room just like, oh, my God, it's happening. (gasps) (laughs) Um, But she doesn't want to paint anything that isn't useful or anything that isn't going to help someone. And my stuff's all painted at this point. Uh, so I didn't have anything for her, but you you just let her go to town on some of your I stuff. Did. She was banging out Dire Avengers, and last night you had her over helping out with bases and magnetizing yep. and, and all sorts of stuff. So I think really she cool. enjoyed it so much. She texted us last night and was asked if she could come hang out again. So, yep. uh, And, of course, Wesley, he's played for 20 years fantasy and stuff just like me, 
but he's never been to an event. Right. Um, so I don't know that he knows what he's walking into. I almost feel like that's going to spark it for him to oh see that, I hope. That, so, that so many people are into the hobby because for such a long time, he's the one that got us into the right. hobby. And it was just the three or four of us right. for so long. And I mean, even, we rented that one place and there was maybe, what, six people when we played sure. fantasy? Oh, that was amazing, though, for the six or eight of us to just rent a yeah. community center for $25 for a whole Saturday and yeah. just to play three or four games. And that's I mean, the closest he's ever come to a tournament. So mm-hmm. to get to oh. see it on the big scale, I, I really hope it gets him back into the hobby. And I've already been texting him. I found Mall in the Mall uh, in April, April 15th in Cleveland, yeah. Tennessee. And I guess it just went live this weekend because there's only like eight people signed up. I've already texted him and just been like, hey, uh, you need to look into signing up for this. I think after this weekend... You're going to go. have a drive and want to go do this because I know I, I played that 30 man tournament and I caught the bug last year. Mm-hmm. We also you know? need to look around for maybe one day tournaments that I can do. Cause it's kind of hard for me to take off on Fridays. Right. Well, in, in Huntsville, they do the two day tournaments, but it's Saturday, Sunday, but that's, oh, okay. that's still kind of hard with kids. It's hard for us know? to pick yeah, our we, kids up on Sunday or it's super late. Right. But it's doable. They just had one this weekend. It's, it's all the bad weekends are doing another one while we're at Disney world. <laughs> There's three or four stores down there running running events now, even one-dayers, and we can make it work. We can find a Saturday and compensate your mom somehow for taking the kids like three hours early. Right. I just I just feel like that if I stop the tournament scene, then it'll be next year at Cherokee before I pick it back up. Yeah. And so... Like you told me last year, Warhammer is a winter hobby for you. So I really need is. a strike around <laughs> October when the weather starts to turn a little bit and, and see if we can get the, uh, the winter the window. Going. Of course, it's a little harder because everybody's got to plan around Christmas and Thanksgiving and time yeah. short and, and all that. You stuff. could also get the window expanded from February on if uh, you okay. tried really hard. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll talk to management <laughs> and see what I can I can pull off. But I'm really excited for Gwen and Wes to go with us because I think that she is going to love it. Mm-hmm. If nothing and else, she's going to start painting like crazy. So I've yeah. got a I got a space wolf and a Necron army that she is more <laughs> than welcome to just go to town on. And I was talking to her last night. And, you know, I was just like, I hope there's enough for you to do at the hotel so you don't get bored. And and she was like, I'll be fine standing next to you the whole time. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds great. Um, So they've both mentioned that, but it is real tight. It is some of those places. So if we're not playing on like an end cap, that, that could be real hard. But I mean, I think that it's really interesting for her to be that excited about it. Oh, yeah. To just watch us. Well, like so. I said, it's, it's been on the shelf where she's been living, but she's never actually seen it. Maybe once when I went over and, and got a practice and game. And played one Wesley, game. Right. Which was more of a, I need to practice moving and shooting. Will you just stand here and move things around and try to kill my shit while, right. I, while I, you know, just practice my secondaries and make sure I can pull things off. Anything else to add? I don't think so. Thanks, everybody, for listening to episode eight. I'm your host, Kurt. And Jordan. Jordan.